0: Oh, if only Jesus I have. Yeah, yeah. I have one life to live. i with you, just you, just you and me. You are not- <laughs> so what is my joy if, joy if I spend this life without you? So, so what is my if gain if I lose, I lose the whole thing? I surrender oh, to I you so you can live by Lord, help me to do your work. Help me, help, me help, me help me to do your work come and say that to him help, help, help me to do your work 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 help me to to be the hero of the world, me to do work me do your your work help Free volabonda secativa, the god. For a sata lamb, the, the, world, the, the, just, the, the just you are the god. Every day, sit in your the, you the world, you just you with me. Oh, come, on, well, you precious father in Jesus name we pray in the name of Jesus I pray that this morning you receive the baptism to obey God I pray that this morning you receive the heart to do the word In the name of Jesus. The heart to do the word. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Lord, this morning, breathe upon us. As your word comes, let it come with life. Let it come with power. Let every confusion, every controversy, doubt and unbelief be shifted out of our hearts. In the name of Jesus, let faith come let faith come let faith come let faith come let your word grow in us let it become productive let it become productive father thank you in jesus powerful name we pray amen and amen all right are you ready for the word you must understand that the Bible was made for us. Alright? And the Bible was not just meant for our reading, our hearing. The Bible was meant for our living. The Bible wasn't meant for just your reading or just your hearing. Somebody just have to read and tell you something. No. It, It was meant for your living. Your life depends on it. Your daily living depends on it. So, if it is not like that, what's going to happen is that you will see yourself after being a believer for years, you don't look like the Bible. Now, if somebody comes to you and said, how long have you been a Christian? You'll be proud to mention 30 years, 20 years, some bogus number of years, 5 years, 10 years. And if somebody asks you now, show me the proofs that you've been a Christian. I would have asked that question, but some of you will not talk anymore because of what I've just spoken about a few minutes ago. What he would have said is, I'm the usher leader in my church i am the choir coordinator i am a evangelism secretary i speak in tongues Um, i don't lie i don't steal um what else i'm a pastor i'm a prophet those are the things we're going to bring out as the proofs awesome they are all true they are good but there is something beyond this thing. If you've read your Bible, you will discover that every believer you, come, you came across in the Bible, those who understood what they were doing, all they strove for was to replicate what they learned. All they strove for, all they fought for was to act, to repeat what they read about. When they talk about prayer, you see them they gather and pray. When they talk about giving, everybody begin to give everything to support the work. When they talk about fasting, everybody come together and begin to fast. When they talk about soul winning, you see everybody involved in evangelism and a whole lot that comes with it. So if we are not like that, then something is wrong. Now, Let's take these scriptures. Exodus 33, 12. It's quite long, so I'll be fast with it. Exodus 33, from verse 12 to the last. It says, Moses said unto the Lord, See, thou sayest unto me, Bring up these people, And thou hast not let me know whom thou would send with me. Yet thou hast said, I know thee by name, and thou hast also found grace in my sight. Now therefore I pray thee, if I have found grace in thy sight, show me thy way, that I may know thee, that I may find grace in thy sight, and consider that this nation is thy people. Now, listen, if I will proceed, don't forget, Moses is the one who saw the burning bush, heard the voice of God. He has dropped the rod that turned into a serpent. He has—he was the one that commanded the ten plagues and parted the Red Sea and all. But it's not telling God, say, God, I don't know you enough. How can I be following you? I don't know you. I think this is enough for somebody to be worried right now. This Moses was the one telling God, I don't know you. You told me to carry people. I'm carrying them, carrying them, carrying them, carrying them. Who are you? Who are you? You're only showing me power. You're showing me this, showing me. I need to know you. If you say if you say you have your servant, then show yourself. Let me see another side of you. Show me deeper dimension of you. With all those things, if it was a lot of us that only turned stick, not even to snake, right? if your stick now turn to fish, you will, resi- you will retire from ministry. If you were a minister, your stick turned to fish, you retire. You will tell them to give you one title, Chief Doctor, Emeritus, Stick Turner to Fish. You just look for one heavy title and just land on yourself. But Moses said, I don't know you. I don't know you. Verse 14. And he said, God now replied, He said, My parents will go with thee and I will give thee rest. And 15. And he said unto him, if thy presence go not with me, carry us not up, tense. verse 16. For wherein shall it be known here that I and thy people have found grace in thy side? Is it not in that thou goest with us? So shall we be separated, I and thy people, from all the people that are upon the face of the earth. So Moses is giving us a solution to our daily problem he Said, don't go anywhere until you God follow you every day. Ask Him to follow you, not just a promise of the Bible. You see, God already told him, My parents will go, which I will give you. He said, No, that's not enough. What you are giving me now is a promise. I want to see proofs. So that you just read the Bible, Oh, go, Lord, the Lord with you always is good. As you declare it is good, but make sure. You enter a place, a dimension where you can feed the present, where you are guaranteed that it's going with you. You see believers dying everywhere. You see things happening everywhere. I told us this year, when this year was beginning, that there's going to be a lot of death this year. And if you've know, if you been observant, the death has been strange. People dying here and there. And listen, it has not started though. It hasn't started. But one of the things that keeps the believer is the presence. That is your insurance policy. The same way you can drive your car knowing that you have insurance, so wherever that happened, they will pay. Your insurance, your life insurance, your health insurance, is not your hospital. It's not the NHS. No. It is the presence of God. That is your insurance. So, reading it in the Bible that he said, Oh, I'm with you always, is a good one. That's a start. That's not the final. The final is being sure that it has now left the Bible to be with you. So, it's your duty to hold God accountable to his word. So, Moses said, No. What he just said now is true. I believe it. I understand. But it's not enough. What should separate us? From the people of the world is that we see the proof of your presence. If not, if what happens to what believer happened to us, then there is no presence. If what happened to sin has happened to us, then you are not there. There has have to be a difference between we and unbelievers. That was what Moses was saying. So Moses is saying to us, why you go out every day, you go through challenges, is that like you are not, you don't secure this presence. You don't secure it. You just go out there. Ah, it is in me. It's awesome. Christ is in you. But did you actually activate the knowings? All right, I need to finish scripture. Let's teach. From the people upon the face of the earth. Verse 17 And the Lord said unto Moses, I will do this thing also that thou hast spoken. For thou hast found grace in my side, and I know thee by name. Verse 18 And he said, "I beseech thee, show me thy glory." So the same Moses that God just assured now that your presence will go with me. He, he wasn't satisfied. He wasn't satisfied. Unfortunately, if you if you do that into this church, who will tell you that you don't have faith? You see, Christ is in you. You have to believe. You he will just tell you you don't have faith. But that is not the issue here. Somebody. The reason why we see people leaving church. So I'm going to look for power in strange places. So I'm going to join other religion. Is that some are not convinced enough of what they supposedly to have. Some don't even understand what the process is. I'm born again. So what next? That is the level they have been in church for 10 years. So what next now? What do I do with my life? Oh, you are now born again. Okay, no. So what next do I do? So Moses said, all we've spoken about, okay, is fine. But I think it's not enough. The next thing I want from you now is show me your glory. Show me your glory. Verse 19. And he said, I will make all my goodness pass before thee. And I will proclaim the name of the Lord before thee. And I will be gracious to whom I will be gracious. And I will show mercy on whom I will show mercy. And he said, thou canst not see my face. For there shall no man see me and leave. Verse 21. And the Lord said, Behold, there is a place by me, and thou shalt stand upon the rock, and it shall come to pass, while my glory passeth by, that I will put thee in a cliff of the rock, and I will cover thee with my hands, and while I pass by, I will take away my hand, and thou shall see my back parts, but my face shall not be seen. All right. That scripture has been explained by theologians that Moses did not actually see God, not even the back of God, not even the leg, not even the head. Because God just said earlier in that same scripture, that no man sees God and live. He doesn't care any part. So you don't see God physically and be alive so what did Moses now see let's go to the same Exodus 34 from verse 28 to 35 Exodus 34 from verse 28 to 35 oh I love you Lord I love you Lord from verse 28. And he was there with the Lord 40 days. Okay. This somebody God has promised that you will see me. Okay. So God didn't just dash himself to Moses. He said there's a principle to start. The first principle is 40 days. For you to now, you said you want to see my glory, right? You want to see me. You want to see my power. No problem. Now this is the first thing to do. Come and stay with me for 40 days. I'll be invisible with you. We'll be talking. 40 days first this is the first journey. And he was there with the Lord 40 days and 40 nights. He did neither eat bread nor drink water. And he wrote upon the tables of the covenant, the 10 commandments, 29. And it came to pass when Moses came down from Mount Sinai with the two tables of testimony in Moses' hand, when he came down from the mount, that Moses wished not that the skin of his face shone while he talked with him. And when Aaron and all the children of Israel saw Moses, who behold the skin of his face shone, and they were afraid to come nigh him. 31, and Moses called unto them, and Aaron and all the rulers of the children, congregation of Returned unto him, and Moses talked with them. 32. And afterward, all the children of Israel came nigh, and he gave them in commandment all the Lord had spoken with him in Mount Sinai. 33. Until Moses had done speaking with them, he put a veil on his face. 34. But when Moses went in before the Lord to speak with him, he took the veil off until he came out and he came out and speak unto the children of israel that which he was commanded it's 35 and the children of israel saw the face of moses that the skin of moses face shone and moses put the veil upon his face again until he went in to speak with him now you remember the lord passed before Moses, you read from verse 34 from verse 1 coming. He passed before Moses, and Bible said, Bible said Moses saw the back of God. Alright, God now invited him to come and stay with him for 40 days. After that, 40 days, when Moses came out, people could no more look at Moses' face. The, the radiance, the illumination from Moses' face was too bright that you can't look at him. The glory. That's what we call it. The glory out of Moses' face was too much that you can't look at him. So Moses have to wear a veil like somebody coming to do wedding. He has to put a veil on his face to reduce the light. This was what a man got by the reason of placing a demand on heaven. This was what a man got by the reason of asking God questions, telling God that is not enough. I have not known you enough. And I was saying earlier, Moses did not see the face of God. Moses didn't see God. According to theology, when God said to Moses, I will pass through this cliff, I will hide my face, you will see my back, what actually happened was that the back was talking about the past. The back God promised Moses was not his physical back, it was talking about the past. Okay, so what does that mean? Moses came forth in the Old Testament from the book of Exodus. Moses was not there in Genesis, but Moses was the one that wrote Genesis. Moses was the one that wrote in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Moses was the one that wrote, the earth was without form and void. Moses was the one that wrote on the first day, God created this. The second day, God created this. Moses was the one that wrote um, how Adam came, how Eve sinned, how everything was. Moses that wrote them. So when Bible said that God showed Moses his back, Bible was saying that God showed Moses creation. Things that were before he was born. God showed Moses his past. His beginning, where God was coming from. That was what God showed Moses. So Moses saw all those things. Moses was not there in the days of Abraham, but he wrote about Abraham. Moses was the one that wrote Genesis, wrote Exodus, wrote Leviticus, wrote Deuteronomy, wrote every, the first five books of the Bible were all written by Moses. The first five books of the Bible were all written by Moses. So how did Moses write them? In fact, he saw so much that he saw from the past and saw the future. He was the one that I even wrote and Moses died. So God took him to the past. God put him into a place of revelation, put him into a place of vision, that he began to see things. So what, what does that mean now? You can press into God enough. You can press into God enough. You have heard that um, the problem in your family started with your, your grandfather. The problem in your family started with your grandmother. You can press into God enough and tell God, Father, show me your glory. That God can also take you back to one fifty years ago. God can take you back to two hundred years ago, and show you what happened, what your grandmother did, what your grandfather did. God can take you to the place. A man of God was given a story how he he prayed so much. He prayed and prayed and prayed. Took out months in prayer. He have had the prophecy how certain things happen in the family and all that. He prayed and prayed. Everybody was poor. He prayed and engaged God in prayer and fasting until one day he saw himself in a trance. In the trance, he saw himself in over 200 years ago with his um, grandfather or great grandfather, whoever. And he saw where... The certain women were doing what they did against the grandfather that made the family poor, and he saw himself live on the scene. So it wasn't like he was seeing it, and those kind of dreams you have—you no, you, you are not there. He saw himself there, and he saw himself where the women placed the thing. He went there, removed it with his current body size, his current age, and everything. He went there, removed the thing that was planted. While he took it out, suddenly he heard the voice of the women saying, somebody have seen us. I, I don't know if you are getting this whole scenario now. This was something that happened over 200 years ago. But yet, the Lord replayed it to him that even those who were committing this atrocity knew that somebody came back in time. Somebody came back and said, somebody have seen us. And the moment they were coming, God told him, he said, leave there now. He said, if they meet you there, you can't come back. If they meet you there, you can't come back. So he had to quickly, next to day, himself back to his body. That was how poverty was broken out of the family. So what does that mean? Let me submit this to you, that there are things prayer might not change. It will take time travel. It will take revelation. It will take walking in certain realms of glory to be able to change it. You can get your life back. You can get your years back. So some restoration will not happen because you just prayed it. Some restoration has to happen because somebody wore it out. Somebody acted it out. But are you willing to pay the price? He said that it sounds very sweet and easy. I've forgotten the month he said he prayed consistently for that. Are you willing to pay the price to walk in such dimension? In the case of Moses, we saw that he came to stay with God for 40 days. No food, no water. Alright, let's teach right now. The title of my message this morning is Walking in Power. walking in power. If you can hear me, tap it on your screen. Walking in power. We know what power is. Power is the ability to do work. Hmm? According to science, power is the ability to do work. Power is possession of controlling influence. For you to be in possession of an an influence that can control or a control that can influence a change. All right? Power is to possess certain authority. As long as it can change events, it can change decree, it can change something. Power does not negotiate. Power forces things into change. That is what power does. Walking in power. Walking in power. So understanding what power is. What is walking in power? To walk in power is to consciously awaken the you in you to functionality. To walk in power is to consciously awaken the you. That is inside of you to function. What do I mean? I mean that the word power is not supposed to be a strange language to a believer, because it is something you own from your new birth. John chapter one verse twelve. John chapter one verse twelve. He said, "For as many that have received him, he gave them power." For as many who have received him he gave them power so if you are listening to me you have received Jesus as your lord and savior power has been given to you so power is not supposed to be a foreign language to you power is not supposed to be a mystery to you but he said that this power is for a particular kind of assignment we have different kind of power we have the power for electricity we have the power for your cooking gas to heat your food. We have the political power. We have this power he gave to. He said this power is to become the sons of God. So this power that is wielded to you has its own jurisdiction, have its own government, have its own system that it operates by. So if you try to carry this power to become the president of your country, you might end up in jail. See, Bible said, I've been given the power to become the son of God. President, out of your seat, I have to take over. No, the power that is wielded to you, you have to understand your jurisdiction. Now, you are a husband, you are the father of the house, the man of the house. And suddenly, you are you have power over that family. And you now wake up and now go, go to your neighbor's house. And so everybody, lie down. What are you doing? He said, I have power. What kind of power? Say, I'm the head of the house. Which house? He said, my house. Say, but this is not the house. Say, it does not matter. As long as this is also a house, this is also a family. Anywhere I enter, I have power. So everybody lie down. Oh yeah, madam, go and cook for me. They will beat you and your power out of that house. They will beat you. They will beat you. Now, understand this. This is why demons cannot respect a lot of believers. Because some of you, the power that you just have now, so why can't every believer prophesy? Why can't every believer command things to happen? The power that you have is just to become a son. You can be a son and yet there is nothing wielded in the property of the father to you. So there is another kind of power from the Holy Spirit that can now enable you to deal with demons and capacities. There's another kind of power that can now enable you to heal the sick. There's another realm of power that can now enable you to see beyond the natural realm. There's another realm of power that can now enable you to prosper financially. So there are dimensions of this power. So if all you have is that I'm born again oh, I've received power, then you're going to have a lot of problems. But understand that power should not be a straight language to you because you already have a dose of it. Is somebody following me? Somebody following me? It's not somebody following me? So it shouldn't be a straight language. That's why I said to walk in power is to consciously awaken the you That inside of you, by being born again, something has been deposited in you called power to become. To become what? The son of God. Whether you are male or female, you are a son. Number two, walking in power is revealing the powerful God. To walk in power is to reveal the powerful God. The God that died and rose again after three days. The one that created the heavens and the earth. So if you cannot reveal God, then the power you say that is that you have is a waste. The, the, the principle of the power or the need of the power is for the power to be shown. To walk in power is to live in God's Shekinah glory. To walk in power is to live In God's Shekinah glory, Moses said to God, show me your glory. And when God showed him his glory for 40 days, what happened? People could not look at the face of Moses. He became too powerful that even Aaron, who was even a prophet, could not look at him. So that that brings us back to the statement I made. Every believer cannot be in the same realm. Every pastor cannot be in the same realm. It depends on the amount of power wield to you. I heard the story of a man of God who was having a land issue with the government about a, a, a property that he bought. He bought a property close to a government house, so they were fighting with some space and all and all that. When they came to remeasure the land to judge the case, his building has expanded. You don't understand what I'm saying. Like a rubber band, the building expanded. More space was taken. His house took more space in the land. They they didn't understand. There are men who are already walking in God's Shekinah glory. One of the biggest scams that the church has been doing for long to believers is to making every believer believe that everything is in heaven for you to enjoy. If that is what you still know and believe now, it's not true. There are dimensions of God that you must enjoy here on earth. It is called heaven on earth. Jesus spoke about it in the lost prayer. He said, let thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Let your will be done on earth as it is already in heaven. So the realm of God's glory is the realm of bringing heaven down to earth. So don't put your yourself in that posture where they have told you or where you have concluded that um, it's only in heaven you can see certain things. It's not true. It's not true. It's not true. So walking in power is to live constantly in God's Shekinah glory. And to live in glory is to constantly walk in power. If you live in God's glory constantly, you're going to walk in power constantly. One truth about God is that if you carry God, you cannot hide him. Once you carry God, you can't hide him. When people come to you, oh, I'm sick, can you, um, I'm sick, they're telling you they are sick. You don't tell them, um, no, the next thing you look out for is how to pray. Because you carry God, you know, there is something you have. Even if they don't know you. If you can still hide God, then you don't carry him enough, or you don't carry that dimension of him. Something in you cries out. Something happened to me. I was um, at a mobile money shop trying to do some transactions some days ago. And while she was doing the transaction, suddenly I began to see the name of a lady that joined this platform called Perfect. While I began to see her face, I didn't understand. like, why are you showing me the face of this lady? So I was like, "Uh, let me just, uh, I will think about it later. At the moment, the mobile money um, transaction came in for me to accept and put in my code to allow cash out. I saw that the mobile money name, their, their business name was perfect. I was like, ah, Holy Spirit, I'm sorry. So the Holy Spirit was telling me the name of the lady that was sitting before me by showing me the face of somebody else. So are you seeing what I'm saying that? If you carry power, you can't hide it. It will force itself out of you. So the prophetic in me just picked up that lady's name by giving me a signal. So because I was, I came to do something else, I was not as what I why what I came. I was doing something. So why are you showing me perfect? Is it perfect? I didn't see her that day. I didn't, I wasn't even online that day. So what is it? I my mind just wasn't there. He was just talking to me about the lady sitting in front of me. And because I didn't probe more, I knew there was something God wanted me to talk to the girl about. I knew there was something God wanted to show me further about that lady. But I was in a hurry. So I didn't, I just said I just laughed about it and I left. If you ask me now, cra. I I don't even remember where I met the person at the shop again. I've forgotten. I left. So what I would have made to that person, I missed out the opportunity. All right? So we, we have to be conscious of this power. You can't carry God and hide. God do not allow you to hide him more. Once God has given himself to you and his gift, you can't hide him. You can't. I pray for every one of you listening to me. Begin to walk in power. After this morning, begin to walk in power. And those of you that God have invested his power in already, and you are trying to struggle with it. You are trying to hide it. You are trying to be yourself. Um, I don't want to. I want to just be a normal Christian. I decree the fire of God inside your spirit. May you become, may you become restless. I release the fire of God inside your spirit now. I inject fire into your spirit. I inject fire into your soul. Until Christ manifests through you, you will not rest. Until Christ manifests through you, you will not rest. In the name of Jesus. If you carry God, you cannot hide God. If you read the book of 1 Corinthians, chapter 2, from verse 9, 1 Corinthians, chapter 2, from verse 9 downward. It says that, But as it is written, I had not seen, nor, nor he had heard, neither have he entered the heart of man, the things which God has prepared for them that love him. But God has revealed them unto us by his Spirit. For the Spirit searcheth all the things, yea, the deep things of God. If you read down word, it began to talk about the Holy Spirit knowing things that are out there and bringing them to us. Read down to verse 15. He said "The natural man does not know the things of the spirit, but they take the spirit, their foolishness to him. But the spirit man can discern them, and all and all and all of it. I don't want to go into that because of time. Go back and read that scripture. All right? So, it is it, trying to bring God the consciousness that we are not ordinary people. All right? We are not ordinary people. Your problem is that, you don't give attention to your heavenly identity. You are more conscious of your, your traditional identity. We Akans, we Ewers, we Gans, we Ibus, we British, we Native Americans, we Indians. This is how we do it. You are, you are more conscious of that than your heavenly identity. You are more conscious. He said, But the things, but he that is spiritual judges all things. He himself is not judged. We are not ordinary people. We are spiritual people. We are supernatural people. We are a different kind of people. We are a different being. There is something in us. The life of God is in us. Christ is in us. Imagine a full a full God being put, they reopened, you put a full God inside of you. And you say you are ordinary. And yet you watch Superman and you clap. You watch, uh, what do they call the other one again? You watch uh, Superman and you clap. You watch, uh, what do they call them? Batman, you clap. You watch uh, Spider-Man, you clap. And all of them. But what is inside of you is bigger than Superman. What inside of you is bigger than Batman? What inside of you is bigger than Captain Planet and all of them? Ah, this guy, what is in you is bigger. It's not amen. It's you are the one that doesn't know and you are not using it. It's not a prayer. I'm not praying for you. And this is part of the problem we have. We're going to talk about this morning. Some things we are praying about shouldn't be prayer. We just need a knowledge, a knowing. It is in you. Have you Didn't you read what we just read? John 1 verse 12. As many who have received him, he gave them power not to become Batman, to become the sons of God. A son of God is a God. A son of God is a God. There might be realm you will not be able to be, uh, walk in because you are growing, but there is something you should be able to do. Listen now. Listen to me, everyone. No matter how a baby lion is, if a baby lion enters where you are now, you will be afraid. Talk to me. Right? If a baby lion enters where you are now, you will be afraid, right? And there is something that baby lion can kill and eat at its tender age. So whether you are just a newborn um, Christian, whether you are just a um, um, You are just a growing son of God. It doesn't matter. A baby lion is still a lion. Control the same kind of fear. Whether you are just becoming a son of God one year ago, two years ago, six months ago, it matters less. What matters is there is already a level of power and authority that is wielded to you. So there is something you can do by your own jurisdiction of power. But the problem is that you are not even doing it. When the baby lion is small, the 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 mother or the father can go and kill, kill um, an antelope, kill um, a goat or whatsoever, and drag the meat to them. But the mother will not pull the meat and start putting it in the mouth of the baby lion. Open your mouth, not drag it in. Ah, put it, and not drag it in, ah, put it. No. The mother won't. The father won't. We brought them meat here. Oh yeah, it's your own share. That's how it works. So you have a role to play. You have a work to do in this thing that is on the ground. But you see, the problem believers have, like we started discussing from the beginning, is irresponsibility. Ir- irresponsible people. She's somebody who is so mature in Christ, so mature in Christ, does not pay tight. What happened, happened? Um, I was having some financial problem. Somebody who is so mature in Christ and asked them, has the financial problem ended? The answer would be no. That's the answer. The answer would be no. It won't end because you're already walking outside your jurisdiction. You're already walking outside the place that was given to you. Listen to me. Listen to me. Jesus took the stress Compress the price, and still gave us greater works to do. So if you are hiding God, you are not doing yourself a favor. Neither are you doing God any good. Jesus took all the stress. He compressed the price. So the 40 days that Moses had done, the Moses did 40 days about three times. So let's say 120 days. The one twenty this that Moses had done that you would have done, and a lot. He compressed all of these things and gave us greater works. If you read John fourteen verse twelve, he said, "Greater works than this shall ye do, because I go to my Father." John fourteen and verse twelve. So does the greater work exempt you from praying, from fasting? That because Jesus have compressed. No, don't forget. I only said compressed. I didn't said he has done away with everything. He compressed it in the sense that you don't have to. If you have, if you can do with no problem. But there are people who are already walking in dimension without fasting up to Moses. Moses did dry fasting forty days. You don't have to go dry for forty days. You will kill yourself. His own is was supernatural. But you can do other kind of fasting for 40 days, for 21 days, for 3 days, and be powerful. Since camp meeting, we finished camp meeting. When was that? We finished our camp meeting in January. There are a lot of people who are still sending testimonies. Testimonies from camp meeting. A few days ago, somebody sent me a message telling me of how her vision has been unusual since camp meeting. Her vision has been, she sees things clearly. She knows what to do. There are people who caught the prophetic during that camp meeting. There are people who got their healing during that camp meeting. There are people who got their prayer life recharged through that camp meeting. Till now, till now, they are still burning. Till now, they can still hear God. Till now, they can still see. But it took Moses 40 days. To so get close to some of these things. It took some of them 30 days, 21 days. And it took some of us three days to enter that ramp. But imagine if you do that repeatedly. Imagine if you carry do that in every month. Just imagine that the kind of... We have had camp meetings, but the one we had last, there's not been any like it. We've had camp meetings since for over one, the past one year. But the last one we had, there's not been any like it and listen imagine we've had we have such every month imagine you have we have such every month imagine you have such twice every month imagine such glory comes on you two times every month or even once every month okay once every month So as we have dispatched ourselves, you see everybody are back to their normal life. No more prayer culture, no more fasting culture, no more consciousness of that realm. No, it's not there anymore. So we sit down and we are relaxed. So by that, we have now diluted that glory. By the next camp meeting, you are now coming for a fresh, one you would have been coming to add to. You are now coming. You have already emptied yourself by engaging in a lot of frivolous things. You are now coming to for a fresh deposit. So you go again. Ah, you are, there's just so much power and fire on you. By the next camp meeting, you have already emptied yourself. Also, you are now coming again for. So you keep going empty and coming empty, going empty. When you could have sustained that, and when you are coming next is to add up. It gave us greater works. Listen, you don't tell people you have power. You don't tell people you carry God. Let them see it. Let it show. Let it show. And the amazing thing is that a lot of you listening to me now, all I'm saying, you have never experienced it. And you've been going to church. All I'm saying, you've never... I've made a promise to myself a few days ago. I said, God, every meeting, every camp meeting, no matter what we do, one of the parts I'm going to take very conscious and serious is the impartation sessions. One of the sessions I'm going to take very conscious and serious is the impartation. I'm going to be very deliberate with it. I want to see people that carry God. I want to see people that change their world. I've gotten several testimonies of people who say to me, Pastor, my child was sick and I prayed. I saw this. This is what I did. This would have been a problem they would have come to add to the problem that other people have added to me. But they have now been equipped by the reason of impartation and teaching. They have now been equipped to be able to sort it out. So I have time now to deal with other people's issues. So when we are meeting, some of these people have now grown enough now. What they are yearning for is, Pastor, teach me what to do. Teach me what to do. I know some of them, when they are telling me about a problem, they are not asking for prayer. I know them by now. There are some who are still, all they want is pray for me, pray for me, pray. But there are some, when they come and tell me, look at, look at, I know they are not asking for prayer. They are asking me, what do I do? How do I do this? That's what they are asking some have grown enough that even when i pray for them when i prophesy to them they are observing how did pastor say this thing some will come ask me why did you say it this way i said okay this is why i said it okay so the next time it happens they know how to take the approach look at what i saw i saw something like what you said do how how did you know that is this I said, okay this is how i know it so the next time okay this is what pastor said i know how to do it and they have not been able they are now at the cutting edge to carry out that assignment, all they now do is bring back praise reports. Ah, I saw that this thing. I remember one of my mentor I was talking to. I said, "Sir, please, I want impartation." He was like, "Impartation for what?" I said, "Um, for the um, prophetic." He said, "Wait, to I want to ask you. Um, that person, that person, that person. How did that person um, this thing come?" But I was like, "Oh, I was listening to one of your messages and." Um, I heard, you did, I heard what you said you did, so I repeated the same thing. That was how I got that. I said, you want impartation? He said, God forbid. If you don't need impartation. I can't give you another impartation. He said, if you can already do this, what you did took me over 10 years of practice to be able to get it right for once. And all you did was listen to one message and you replicated it. He said, no, you don't need impartation. All you need now is go back to the place of prayer, stay there, stay in more meditation, and act more. So that's all you need. I, say, I, I, I said, no, I'm telling you the truth. What you have now, it took me 10 years to get it. You don't need more. If you have been able to grow so fast by listening to one message, let me shock you, I listened to that one message more than five times. So it wasn't like I just heard it once. No. Romans 10, 17. The faith come by hearing and hearing. I listened until it sank into my spirit. Love, you just listen to one teaching. You jump past. You listen to one. You jump past. You li- I listened again and again and again and again till it sank into me. So this thing is real. You don't tell people that you have power. You don't tell people that you carry God. Show them that you have power. Show them that you carry God. When John the Baptist sent people to go and ask Jesus, are you the Savior or we should look for another? He said, okay, um, what, do, what do we do? Okay, hold on, come. He took a blind man. He said, eyes open. He took a lame man. He said, walk. He took um somebody who was dumb. He said, speak. He took a deaf man. He said, "Here." Yeah. He manifested dimensions of power. He said, okay, go and tell John that the blind see the lame walk, the deaf ears. To go and tell him what you have seen. So they went back to John and said, John, uh, we got there, blind is seen, lame is walking. So in other words, you are asking me if I am the Savior or we should expect another. I don't have an answer. What I have for you is a result. I said to us last week during our Sunday evening meeting, a man of result does not explain himself. If you still explain yourself, it means you don't have result. If you have result, you show it. I don't need to explain to you I prophesy. Uh, You see, I prophesy you. um, You see, uh, when I prophesy, no, no, no. All I need is to just to manifest the prophetic to you. Then you will know that I prophesy. I don't need to tell you that God, God can use me. No. All I need to show you is what I can do. Listen, as I'm talking, see yourself in the picture of what I'm saying. The reason why I share some testimonies on the platform and I share some examples to us is for you to pick it and replicate. Not for you to feel like, ah, this pastor is too powerful. This pastor is... No, it's for you to pick it. Redo. Acts 4 verse 13 said, When they saw the boldness of Peter and John, they acknowledged that they were unlearned and ignorant men. When they saw that they were unlearned, and ignorant men say, but they took knowledge of them that they have been with Jesus. So because of what they were now doing, because of what they were now exhibiting, the life they were now living, they were doing what Jesus would have done. They were like, ah, We know these guys, they were illiterate, we know these guys, they were part of us, we know these guys, they were just our classmates, they were just, but how come they can now hear the sick, they can prophesy? Say, ah, 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 ah now I know, now I know. Ah, I know, Mrs. Sika, we're all attending the same church. We're all at workplace. How come she's not prophesying? Ah, ah, she has been with Pastor Norbert. She has been with Pastor Norbert. So by the reason of her dealings, by the reason of her doings, by the reason of the power she's now manifesting, you now said, okay, this kind of thing can only happen if you are around Pastor Norbert. Then you are following. So you pick it out that, okay, we cannot trace the source of this power to this place. And there are people who are still around that cannot dream till now. They are around me. They, till now, they cannot dream. Dream, dream, they can't dream. While others can already see visions awake, they can hear names. And the way some of my admins are growing fast, I'm suspecting them. I'm planning to give some of them suspension. They can call names already. It's amazing. Do you know how long it took me to call names? Eh? I'm planning to suspend some of them. They will will be suspended like one year. Do you know how long it took me to call names? You don't understand. Already pastoring with ordination all year on my head. Do you know how long it took me to see one name correct? Mention it and somebody confirmed it. All we had was a word of knowledge. There is somebody here. There is somebody here. Um, that was all we had. And we were happy. We were excited. There is somebody here. It looked like your leg is paining you. There is somebody here. You had a dream that this thing. But these guys, just in how many in a short while they can call names, they will give you details with precision. You guys have to go on suspension. But listen, listen, that's, that is a heart. That is a heart of people who are willing to grow. That is a heart of people who, who are hungered for manifestation. All right? Hungry for manifestation. The kind of person I am when, when I come around you, I don't want you to give me things. Don't prophesy to me. Don't. Just give me what you have. That's me. If you have money, don't give me. Show me how to make money. So when I come around my mentors, whether business, whether spiritual, the first thing I focus on is what is going on here. If I choose a mentor, I check out for what do I want. Do you have it? Yes. Okay. I come around. What is going on here? this church is growing what is the growth of this church this church is fine what is the source of this fine church this church is this i don't look at why people are there dancing and doing i am checking out what are the principles how are the workers behaving how is this doing how is this how are they taking this i i look at i look out for those things I look out for those things. So when I go back, I try, I I, I soak them in prayer, I meditate on them, then I try to manifest it and suddenly I see myself replicating the same thing. When it's not coming, I go back to ask questions directly. Sir, please, I saw you said that thing that day. I said the same thing, I didn't get the results. I saw you do that thing that day. I did that thing, I didn't get the same result. I saw this thing and... I understand in the place of impartation. So I ask you while I get the result, I'm going with my seed. Speak a word. While I'm breaking I said I have something in my heart I've already programmed. That thing I couldn't do. As you pray for me now, and as you advise me, I'm receiving that spirit from you. The moment that is done, I walk out. And that is it. I told you guys last year, those of you that are online, I said this year, my prophetic will be strange. If you've been online last year into this year, you will know that there's been a difference. You will know that there's been a difference in the prophetic. It's a conscious, conscious engagement. It is deliberate. It is deli- it's, there's no accident in the spirit. Oh, let's be following God. One day, one day, um, it will happen. Oh, no, 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 there's nothing like that. There's nothing like that. It is deliberate. If you are not doing it, you are the problem. You are the problem. It is deliberate. You can be around a mentor who has prospered financially and prosper like that person. You can be around a mentor who has done achieved something. You can repeat the same, even in your career path. Look out for who is that person who has gotten that kind of result that you admire. Observe them.